Welcome to the Adoring Christ podcast with Corey DeLeon and Nora Lee Omelia. Adoring Christ Ministries exists to equip women to know Jesus Christ and become like Him. This podcast helps to equip women to influence their homes, workplaces, churches, and other communities. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey friends, I am so excited to be with you today on this bonus episode, and I am particularly excited because I am with a very special guest tonight. It happens to be my husband, Bobby DeLeon, and we are going to talk with you about anti-burnout, how to not burn out. And so I just want to begin by telling my husband, thank you for being with us tonight. Oh, so thankful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we will get to the show soon, but I just want to take a moment to talk about why I love my husband and how you guys are in for a treat. Uh, Bobby came to know the Lord in college, and he began his disciple journey, discipleship journey then. Um, he graduated from University of Texas in Austin. Good morning. I knew he was going to say that. That's why I took a second. <laughs> and he graduated from Southern Seminary with a biblical counseling degree. He currently serves as the family pastor at Grace Bible Church in the Heights here in Houston, Texas. And it is very exciting to tell you we've been married for 20 years. We're actually celebrating our 20th this year, and we are so pumped. And we have a precious daughter named Jade, uh, which is kind of funny because she's meeting with her sixth grade discipleship group now. We're hosting it in our home this evening. And so Bobby and I decided to pull away while they're meeting and to do a podcast together. Yeah, you know, it is such a joy to be a part of such a disciple-making church at Grace Bible Church. And, uh, you know, they really value uh, how we are supposed to be pouring our lives into others. And I love that with our volunteer leaders uh, for sixth grade, these D group leaders, discipleship group leaders, they do such an amazing job just pouring their life into the lives of the sixth grade girls in which thankfully our daughter is one of them. And so one example is when we, my daughter had a play at her school and we loved looking over to our right and seeing her three D group leaders and her youth pastor all there supporting her, just loving her. And so we're just so thankful to have them and all that God is doing through them in the life of our daughter and the girls, the sister girls at our church. Amen. And, um, you know, we are so passionate about living on mission with Jesus and equipping others to do that as well. Um, And Bobby was one of our speakers last year at our equipping conference, and he uh, talked about burnout. And I thought it would be great to just pull him aside and have him lend some wisdom to us through this podcast to just talk about the topic a little bit for those of you who didn't get to come to the conference. Um, And so, Bobby, why is the topic of burnout important to you? Well, um, because, you know, burnout is definitely something that happens to a lot of ministers when they really have an, an honest desire to want to serve and help others. And so, and for me personally, um, I've had definitely some different seasons um, in ministry where there's a point where you just get burned out. And so, one time there, when we brought in my mom to take care of her, um, I experienced burnout. Other times um, when I started counseling um, in a new place or a new church, um, there's times where you can experience burnout. So burnout is a real thing that can happen to ministers um, with very sincere desires just to help people. Yeah, and I think what I'm excited for him to share this method with you is is not just ministers. 
um, you know, parents burn out. Bobby and I have both been burnt, uh, burnt out in parenting. <laughs> we um, are in a small group this year with a lot of, of, of families, um, parents who have young kids and are just absolutely burnt out from that season of intense um, parenting. Um, you know, we can just burn out in so many ways. And it's because I love how the Bible says that Jesus has redeemed us to be a people who are zealous for good works. And so we are excited to help people. We are excited to carry people's burdens. We are excited um, to you know just be on mission with Jesus Christ, but we aren't God and we do burn out. And so, you know, what do we do when we get there? Bobby, how would you define or describe burnout? Well, one simple way to describe it is uh, my mentor said to me, when the people you normally take a lot of joy ministering to and serving, uh, you get to a point where you just want to throw them off a cliff. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, that's one way of just saying it, of how you can notice it in your own heart. And it happens. Even David Brainerd, the great missionary to Indians in the Northeast Coast, he experienced burnout when he was on horseback riding to minister to the Indians and he said that. He said, today I hate them. I just do not want to mention them. That, that happens wow. sometimes. And so, you know, we are new creations of Christ, but we still have the flesh. And in Colossians 3, 9, we need to put it off and put on the new man in Christ. And so, um, so burnout is definitely a reality that ministers face. And all Christians who just want to serve the kingdom will face sometime in their life. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's so helpful because... You know, it's one thing to be able to define burnout, but I like how you kind of answered that, the angle you came from, is how do you know, like, what's the indicator within your own heart that you're experiencing it? And and I remember after Bobby taught me that, um, just being able to identify it myself, where, you know, the people you enjoy working with um, on your team or uh, your co-laborers, like, you usually have so much joy together, right? But when you find yourself not wanting to answer their phone calls, you know, you might be starting to feel a little burnt out, or you enjoy meeting with people and pouring into them, but when all of a sudden you, like Bobby said, hyperbolically feel like, uh, instead of carrying people, throwing them over the cliff, that you're just feeling tired. Um, is there biblical backing for burnout? Um, well, we definitely can see that there's an acknowledgement for the children of God when they're weary. Um, and there's definitely that when after the children of God have had some type of season of serving, that they get tired. And so the Lord wants to give them rest. And so Jesus normally sent out his disciples in twos to go minister during his earthly ministry. And then when they would return... I would love it how in the Gospels, they, uh, it'll make note that Jesus notices that they are tired. And so he makes them sit down. He makes them, he makes them sit down and then he'll feed them. Or we see that in Psalm 23 where the psalmist says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be want. He makes me lie down on green pastures and by sides still waters. And so both we see that there's biblical examples of folks getting burned out. And then, of course, the biblical call to take our restless hearts and to find rest in God. And so, 
Yeah. And of course, we see all through scripture that God builds into creation this rhythm of, of working and resting, right? That God is constantly working. Jesus said, my father is always at work. And I love that he uh, made us in his image to do good works alongside of him. And he teaches us this rhythm of, of, of joyful kingdom work and then resting, uh, that rhythm. And, and so it really is kind of a spiritual discipline of, of keeping a rhythm of, of work and rest. And then when we've maybe extended the work and had not had enough rest and we hit this place of burnout, what are some tips that we can do to kind of reverse that burnout? One thing I love about Bobby is he is really good as the leader of our house in, in helping me sometimes identify it when I don't even see it. I know last year after our equipping conference, I was exhausted. And I remember we started jumping right into talking and vision setting for this year's conference. And uh, my husband said, nope, you're taking a month off. Um, from this intense work and you're going to do some anti-burnout. And um, and so it's really helpful to just look at this as a spiritual discipline, to be aware of it and to have other people in your life be able to, you know, encourage you that it's time to do some. So, okay, what are some actionable steps? Here we go. This is the meat we've all been waiting for. What are some actionable steps that we can take to reverse burnout? Well, I like what you just said before answering that or asking that question where you said that it's so helpful to have uh, mature Christians in your life that you can turn to when you just first start feeling those type of attitudes of what we described earlier where people you normally love to minister to you want to throw off the cliff. And so when you're starting to feel that, there's so many different reasons that you could start um, having those type of attitudes. And so... It is helpful to make sure that you have folks who are more spiritually mature than you that you can go to um, to kind of discuss whether to help you find out of like what the cause of burnout, why you are burned out. And then also co-laborers, people kind of on the same spiritual maturity as you that you can talk to and they can pray for you and hold you accountable. And so, but let's say that you've done that and you're realizing, yes, it's truly is burnout, you know, um, for some it, when you come to that conclusion where you feel like that's what it is, here are some very practical steps that you can do to reverse that. And so an easy way to remember it is 20, 20, 20. And so that's three sets of 20 minutes that you do all in a row. So and you want to do this 20, 20, 20 for one hour every day six to seven days a week. Yes, you can give yourself a one day break in a week, but you really want to not do that. You want to do it seven days. And for the average burnout, um, it'll take about six months of this 2020-20 to reverse it. So the question now is, well, what is the 2020-20? Well, the first 20 minutes, you want to do something physical. The second 20 minutes is you want to soak up God's glory in creation. In the last 20s, you want to do something that is very refreshing. And so, and I'm going to kind of elaborate. So the first 20s, you want to do something physical. Uh, the first, when you first set out to start this hour anti-burnout in your day, the first 20 is something, some type of physical activity. And so it's good to get the blood flowing. So that could be swimming for 20 minutes. It could be biking for 20 minutes. I use a stationary bike. It could be going for a walk for 20 um, but it's something that you you should do to get your blood flowing for the first 20, okay? And so, um, and then the next 20 that you do is um, you want to literally soak up God's glory in creation. 
And so Romans 1, 18 through 24, in a, if you were to take uh, that passage and look at some positive principles from that, is that God's glory is seen through creation. So the next 20 is you want to go somewhere where you can look at God's glory in creation and you want to trace, like let's say you go in front of a tree, a beautiful tree in your yard, and you want to trace the branches or trace the leaves. And before you do that, you, you know as a Christian hey, the beauty that you're experiencing in this tree is from God's glory. Or let's say you want to trace the clouds. Let's say it's a beautiful day. Or you want to trace the mountaintops. Let's say you're in Colorado. Or you want to trace this the shoreline because you're at some beach area. You know. So the idea, again, is that you're tracing God's glory um, and, so, um, and you're letting that soak up. And, and studies show it actually recharges a part of your brain that is experiencing the burnout. And so... So again, that's the next 20. And the last 20 is you want to do something refreshing. So for me, I love reading fiction books and I love playing the guitar. And so for the last 20 is you want to do something refreshing. And there's kind of a warning here. Sometimes we think that watching TV is refreshing and it's actually not. It actually goes to burning out that part of your brain again further. And so so if you can, when you're doing the last 20, find something that is that that frees you from electronics. So again, like playing an instrument or, um, you know, whatever, some type of hobby that refreshes you, that's what you do for the last 20. I I absolutely have been so excited for Bobby to share this um, with the Adoring Christ community because, you know, he's a biblical counselor. I'm his wife. I live with him and I have seen him for 20 years put this into practice. I mean, he is uh, he goes into people's darkness, and one thing I love about him is he is so strong to be able to go into people's darkness and sit with them. As a counselor, I mean, many of us cannot do that. It takes immense strength, um, and he is also so compassionate, right, that he can be there to administer uh, the Word of, of God uh, that is living and active and, and actually transforms lives in that. But when he comes back out, like I can tell when he's come home from a heavy day of counseling, and of course that's not all he does, right? He's the family pastor at our church, and so he's um, doing family uh, discipleship ministry. Uh, but I can tell when he has come home and he's tired, and it is so uh, amazing for me to see him put this into practice and to be you know, vivified through God's Word and just an approach that kind of treats us as a totality, like we are spiritual beings, we are physical beings, right? This kind of 20 minutes of light exercise. Um, we live in a physical world that declares the glory of God, right? And so, uh, you know, just taking that in and then remembering that we are human beings, right? That we are made in unique ways and, and taking time to just do things that we enjoy as, as human beings. Um, and you know, and it's all across the board. Like for me, I'm a visionary. And so I typically love living in the realm as an intuitive, um, of abstract ideas and vision setting ministries. Um, but when I get tired, I find that I like to, um, kind of do my last 20 minutes on, on more like in the here and now things. And so I'll find myself just getting refreshed by looking at our flowers outside and envisioning what I would like 
to maybe do in our flower beds, right? Um, that's just something that I love doing. Um, I love laying, sometimes when we'll go down to Galveston, we're not too far uh, from the ocean, and just laying on the waves and just staring up at the sky. Um, it is unbelievable how in 20 minutes I just get so refreshed by beholding God's glory um, in the heavens um, while I'm laying on the waves on my back. And so there's just such a variety of ways that that we can do this. And um, and I can testify to how I've seen Bobby put this in practice throughout the years and how quick it can work to just vivify you. Uh, what are some, I mean, what, what are some tips that you would give to somebody who is completely burnt out, who is just far gone? Well, um, you know, there's definitely some nuances that I should mention because there's the reason I said it's good to meet with a pastor or a biblical counselor, someone trained to kind of help assess uh, how folks, let's say, uh, steward their time. So if, let's say, every night you are getting drunk, well, in the morning, if you're going to do anti-burnout, it's not going to really help. Okay, or let's say you're a, one of your idols is work and you just constantly are, are what, would, what the world would call you a workaholic. You have an idolatry of work. Well, if you're working till like two in the morning and you get up at five to do anti-burnout, it's probably not going to work. And so there's definitely some nuances to where you have to start getting, uh, building some healthy rhythms in your life. And once you have those healthy rhythms, then the anti-burnout is a supplement in addition to just a balanced life, if that makes sense, um, that will then take that. So, for instance, like you should have a, a, a normal rhythm of having a quiet time where you spend time reading scriptures and praying. And so this anti-burnout is not supposed to replace your quiet time. And you again, you want to make sure you get with um, a biblical counselor or spiritually mature Christian, so just assess, maybe do a stewardship of time journal to see, hey, let's make sure that there's other factors in your life to where the anti-burnout will actually help. So hopefully that makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because, I mean, it is like Hebrew says, the Word of God is living and active. The Word of God is what revives. Amen. So I love how you said that, that we're already in a rhythm of healthiness and we're having devotionals and spending time with the Lord. And this is a supplement. Uh, what would you say to somebody who might push back and say, um, I'm starting to feel burnt out. And as I'm listening to this episode, I'm realizing I'm in that category, but I just do not have time to do this. Well, let's say for instance, okay. Um, you know, I think that, well, when a person's already saying they don't have time, they're, they're basically proving my point that they're, they're, they're out of rhythm and they're not, they don't, they're not being a good steward of time and focus and that, um, and that's probably why they are burned out. So mm -hmm. I would say, if you're saying you don't have time, I'm like, Hey, you're proving my point. Um, you need to make a drastic change. You may need to make some drastic changes, you know, um, so that you can, um, really live a life of faith and trust in the Lord. And that's more balanced to where, um, you can, um, focus on the right things and, and start addressing some of these issues of what's bringing your burnout. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I love uh, throughout the years. I've heard Bobby say to people who do respond like that is he says, well, then I'm, I'm concerned for you, right? Because we aren't God. 
and we don't have unlimited power and unlimited energy, right? Only God is is all powerful and um, and eternal and ever present and all the great things that He is, um, and so um, we cannot try to function as though we are God. We are human beings who need to have a rhythm of of rest and of work. And so that's great. Um, what are some biblical verses that you meditate on, you know, during times of burnout? And, and let me just say one thing I love about Bobby is he goes on a prayer walk every Friday morning. So as a pastor, he gets, um, Fridays off because he works on Sundays and, you know, Jade's at school and I'm working and he really takes that day to, um, be intentional to refresh and he'll just go on a two hour prayer walk in the morning. Um, and he begins his prayer walk with a, a certain passage that I want him to share with you because he's been teaching it to me and I absolutely love um, coming alongside him in this. Well, um, in seminary, we had uh, one of our professors had asked us to memorize Psalm 145. And what's so great about that Psalm, it's a Psalm that really helps a person to kind of re- refocus um their hearts thought thoughts and minds on god um it's a psalm that's so rich of god's attributes and so i usually normally follow the acts a c t s format in prayer and so acts starts with adoration and then goes to confession c and then thanksgiving t and then supplication s and so I like to begin prayer with the format of praising the Lord. And so um, so I, I basically just recite Psalm 145 and I think about it and I try to picture it in my mind um, doing biblical meditation. And that's what kind of starts off my prayers in the morning is a, a psalm that is so rich on, on all these rich attributes and characteristics of God. Amen. That alone will vivify a person just thinking about God. Um, I am excited to announce to you guys that Bobby's going to be speaking at our equipping conference this year. Again, he's doing a workshop on how to meditate on scripture. Um, it, it's going to be so powerful. And so if you haven't signed up for this year's conference, Lee Strobel is our opening keynote speaker on Friday night. Um, you can sign up for Bobby's workshop on Saturday. And we are so excited to have him there. Uh, Bobby, thank you so much. We know that you are very busy and we are just grateful that you took time out to pour into the Doring Christ community. Uh, parents are starting to arrive to pick up uh, sixth graders from the D group. So we should probably wrap it up. Um, but we look forward to the next episode. And again, Bobby, thanks for joining us. Oh, it is such a pleasure to be a part of Adoring Christ ministry. I just love how the fo- whole purpose of Adoring Christ is to help folks to adore Jesus Christ, to behold him in a way to become more like him for his glory and their joy in him. And so, Corey, thank you so much for having me. And I'm just so excited to be a part. You're welcome. And um, if you're listening um, to this episode, um, students, we know that you get burnt out. This is for you. Parents, we know you get burnt out. This is for you. People working um, or in ministry, we know you get burnt out and this is for you. Uh, Let us know online if you have any more questions and we'll look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Have a good evening. Take care. Thank you for listening. To find out more about Adoring Christ Ministries, you can go to our website at adoringchrist.org. 
You can find out more about our Houston area equipping conference by visiting our website. To connect on Instagram, you can follow me at adoring underscore Christ. Thanks for listening.